Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the UConn Hockey Podcast. On today's podcast, I'm joined by a very special guest. He is a six-round draft pick of the San Jose Sharks, and he recently just signed his NLI uh, with UConn, so he'll be joining the team next season. Uh, Joey Muldowney, welcome to the podcast, man. How's everything going? Good. It's good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Well, I want to start off this podcast sort of from the beginning of your hockey career and kind of work up to where you are today. So just reading about yourself, it says that you're from Lakeview, New York. So talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so um, grew up Lakeview, like you said. Um, it's about 20 minutes south of the city, Buffalo. So um, I grew up playing for like my local, just like town team, the Hamburg Hawks. Um, yeah, so that, that was kind of where I started. Uh, I actually started because of my uncle. My uncle, he played at uh, Plattsburgh, um, Division Three, And when he played there, he was the captain there. And they were actually pretty good. Like, they made it to the, uh, like, Final Four a couple years, something like that. So I remember going to watch them. And I think that was something that really got me into it. Um, my grandpa, too, he was big into it. So, yeah. Yeah, was your uncle your favorite player growing up? Or was it someone on the Sabres? Uh, it was actually Patrick Kane. So just because he was a Buffalo boy, um, he was kind of a smaller kid, just like me. So he, he was always a guy that I loved watching growing up. Do you try to imitate your game after him a little bit? I want to see, uh, have you pulled any of the shootout moves that he likes to do? Because I feel like he perfected the shootout move where you like slowly creep up on the goalie and then like go really fast and shoot a top shelf. Um, I mean, I've tried doing some of his stuff, but not <laughs> – not too good at it like he is, but um, yeah, I've tried, tried it. Just got to keep working on it. Hopefully by the time you get to UConn, it will be perfected so we can see it um, in a game at some point. Hopefully, yeah. Now, just looking back at your career before juniors, it said that you played for the Buffalo Regals AAA team when you were a teenager. So I'm curious how you got the opportunity to play for that um, travel team and uh, just talk about your experience uh, with the Regals. Yeah, so uh, growing up, there was – a um, bunch of the kids just played for their kind of local teams. And um, then they all kind of conjoined into the Regals. And uh, I just knew all of them. My dad knew some of the dads just from playing um, each other over the years, playing summer hockey. So um, that was kind of how I ended up on that team. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that was kind of it. Um, it was – I loved playing the SCTA league. Um, just like the idea of playing in the league I love. Um, and then we were playing against uh, all Canadian teams. And when you're younger, it's, it's pretty cool being, we, I think we were, the, yeah, we were the only American team in the league. So, um, yeah, that, that was pretty cool being able to play against all those guys up in Canada. Yeah. How was travel going up to Canada all the time? That must've been an interesting experience to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. It was, there were times where the border border kind of sucked, but, um, uh, we had to get a uh, visa. No, not visa. Um, Oh, yeah. What's it called? A passport. Yeah, well, passports, but there's uh, Nexus. It's called Nexus, and it's like there's a separate line for it, and it makes it so much faster. So we all had to get those for the team, and um, that kind of made it a little easier. But, um, yeah, sometimes it still sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Any interesting uh, border stories or really it was just sort of just kind of a pain in the butt uh, getting th through to Canada? Um. Or, uh, there was one time where uh, we were coming over the border from a tournament, actually, not not so much SCTA game. 
but uh, coming over from a tournament, uh, I was in the back seat and I had like my mom was like cleaning my gear. She sprayed it with something, and I had an allergic reaction to it. So I was in the back, and I was just like, we put down the seats in the back, and I was laying down, and we were going over the border, and I, I don't know why I wasn't woken up, but <laughs> we were going over the border as I was laying down in the back, and obviously you're supposed to have your seatbelt on going over the border. That so we got pulled over and yeah that that was a big thing so that 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 would be well, one. Luckily, you made it through though. That's all that counts. That must be scary though, like having an allergic reaction and then like getting pulled over. Like you just want to go home at that point. Yeah, yeah, it, it was fine though. It ended up working out. Now you then went on to play uh, uh, for Nichols School, which is a prep school um, in New York. Uh, so talk a little bit about your experience there, because just doing research, you had 97 points in 56 games uh, during your time at Nichols. So I'm curious, sort of what led to your success uh, when you were with that prep school? I mean, going in there, um, I was playing the I was playing with a center named Brock Jones and a left winger named San Cristiano and playing with them. those it, it was great. They were they're really good players to be honest. And, um, you know, a lot of, we kind of just clicked automatically and it was pretty cool. I mean, growing up, I grew up with Brock. Brock was my neighbor. He lived across the street from me. So me and him played together for numerous amount of years growing up. And he was, whenever we were on the same team, he was actually always my center. So it was, we, we kind of just had that connection where we always knew where we were in the ice. And Sam was always set me up um so yeah it, it was great yeah and I was reading a story about you and your time at Nichols and it says that you decided to stay there versus moving on somewhere else um I'm curious what led to your decision to stay at Nichols for another year and how do you think it's benefited you now since you're playing in the USHL yeah I mean I've I've seen guys like friends um go to juniors early and um you know they kind of they were getting scratched games they were um, you know, not, they, they kind of felt like they weren't developing and like it wasn't really in their best interest. So I kind of felt like it was best for me to give myself that extra year to develop as a player. Um, you know, I kind of just waited out and, you know, it ended up working out. And also Nichols is a school right out of Buffalo. So it was, was kind of nice to be able to graduate high school out of Buffalo, be home. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Do you think COVID had a play in that? I'm just curious because, Obviously, when you're in the middle of your high school career, that sort of had to be a sort of a roller coaster to navigate through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nichols also during the pandemic, they were in school doing a lot of stuff. Whereas with the school I was at, we were all online, and it was it was just not not really well mm -hmm. or anything. So that that also definitely played into it, and it definitely helped. Uh, you know, convincing my parents to let me to let me go there, just like the fact that they were in school. Um, you know, they, they kind of had their, their stuff figured out. Now you're currently playing in the USHL for the Des Moines Buccaneers. Uh, what's been the, like, what's it been like playing in the USHL? And I guess what's been the biggest adjustment you've had to make to your game coming from prep school to, um, the juniors? Yeah. I mean, when I was at my, uh, prep school, it was kind of like, I, I, there was not all, not every team that we played was very deep whereas you know in the ushl every player is really good you know they're the i feel like they're they're all the best kids going to play division one hockey in my in my opinion um but 
yeah, I mean, just the fact that you have to bring it every every game, or else you know you're you're not going to play. It's as simple as that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of been the biggest adjustment for me is just you know knowing that every kid is going to be really good. There's not really going to be you know a line out there where I'm just going to be able to go you know do whatever with with the puck. So, yeah, I'm curious, like, uh, what's been like the biggest improvement you've made to your game? playing in the USHL because obviously you played a little bit of games last season, but now since you're having your first full year in the USHL, how have you seen your game improved uh, since uh, last year? Yeah, uh, I would definitely say that my defensive game has, has improved in my opinion. Um, our coach really focuses on our defensive play. Um, you know, as long as we can shut teams down, I feel like any team in the USHL can pop in a couple, couple goals. So that's something that, we really focus on like every day in practice. So it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty big, big adjustment. What's it been like uh, living in Des Moines? It's a city that like I, whenever I think of the Midwest, I think of corn and just like cornfields. So um, is that, is that true? Or is it like, is there fun stuff to do around there? No, I mean, not so much in Des Moines. Des Moines is pretty, it's a pretty good city to be honest. Kind of got lucky being here. Um, but yeah, like there, there's stuff to do. There's stuff to do. It's not it's not so much just all cornfields, but yeah, I mean it's it's fine. It's it's fine. How are the bus rides? Because I was checking out your conference, the Western Conference. You guys have some hikes, some huge like 15 hour bus rides to get to some of these places. Uh yeah, I mean there's we go up to Fargo um when we get back from Christmas break. I, th- I think that's a far one. And actually next week when we're going to Tri City. But um I mean, like Sioux City, that's only three and a half. Uh, Sioux Falls, that's a little less, a little less than Sioux City. So um, Waterloo is only like an hour and a half. Cedar Rapids, that's mm-hmm. or so. I mean, they're not they're not terrible to be honest. Yeah, well, it's gonna be nice once you get to college because a lot of the bus rides are like less than an hour since everywhere so so close to each other in New England. So that's gotta be like something you gotta be looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Now, what's like your favorite like rank to play in the USHL? Because one thing I respect a lot about the USHL is how it's such professionally run. Like they treat them like professional teams in a sense where you guys, how they, how well they treat the players and staff. So I'm curious, yeah. like what's been like your favorite rank to play in and just talk about the professionalism that is the, in the USHL. Um, I mean, I, I haven't played in all the ranks. I haven't played in Faro yet, but I've heard that that one's a nice one, but um. I mean, to be honest, I, I, as it's kind of run down, but I, I love playing at a Buck Arena. To mm-hmm. be honest, um, I don't know. It's just it's old barn. Kind of like that feeling. Um, the fans we get are they're crazy. They they love the Bucks. So, uh, yeah, honestly, I would say ours, the Buck Arena. Now I've teased this a little bit, but let's sort of get into it. Let's talk about your commitment uh, to UConn. Uh, so talk a little bit about your recruitment process. Uh, what made you decide to go to UConn versus other schools you might have looked at? Um, I knew that uh, I wanted to play in the Hockey East. Um, I felt like it was kind of – it's a very competitive league, and I, I just that, – that was what I wanted to play in. You know, um, other schools I were talking to were in the ECAC, and, um, you know, I just felt like that wasn't really the league for me. So um, when UConn came came along, they started talking to me, showing interest. I was really excited, and um, 
you know, just UConn being a bigger school, I, that was also something that really attracted me. Um, I wanted to go, I want to go to a bigger school. I want to be able to, you know, meet new people, have that, you know, have that college experience of, you know, going to the basketball games, stuff like that. So yeah, that, that was a big part of it. Yeah. And, uh, do you know any players on the team currently or know any guys in the USHL that are going to play for UConn? Because I know that Jake Richards from Muskegon is committed to play for UConn. I know there's a guy from Sioux City, Kevin Fitzgerald, that's supposed to play for UConn as well. I'm curious if you had the chance to sort of meet anyone on the team currently or guys who are going to be um, in your recruiting class for next season. Yeah, I mean, uh, me and Jake, we've talked a a little bit, um, just kind of like DMing each other stuff, just like when we signed kind of just both said like congrats to each other and just like looking forward to it, stuff like that. But um, I, I don't know anybody currently on the team. Um, actually last year I knew Ryan uh, Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, he's from Buffalo and I, I skate with him over the summers sometimes. So yeah, that that's, that's an old player that I know. That's awesome. Um, so, th- so are you watching the team at all this season? And I guess, like, uh, what's your thoughts on the team currently? Because they're off to the best start in program history. That must excite you as a commit, knowing that you're jumping into a really good program. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it, I'm stoked for it. I'm super excited. Um, I know that uh, Coach Cav and uh, Coach Houghton, um, you know, I know that they're, you know, they're they're really excited for me to come in. So I, I, that makes me excited. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great watching them succeed. I love it. It gets me super pumped up. What's, like, the thing you're looking forward to the most about college hockey when you think about it? Is it the new barn and stores that's coming, or is it uh, playing in some of those hostile environments in, like, BU, UMass, or um, Providence? Yeah, I mean, again, just the whole Hockey East League, I feel like they get some of the best players in the world to go play there, like, like you said, and those – the BU, BCs, they tend to get those uh, national development players. So that that's something that excites me, being able to play against those kids, um, you know, every night. Um, yeah, that that rank, I, I'm super pumped for that too as well. Um, you know, I went on my, I went on an official visit this summer, and um, so we got to walk through it and everything, and it's it's really come along. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. You know, also you get to join into it right when the season begins. I feel bad for the players on the team currently because it's still under construction. So they get to finally get to the new rank in the middle of the year, which I feel like is a bit of an adjustment playing at a new home arena in the middle of the season. So it must be nice for you to sort of just jump into it, get used to the facilities during the summer and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be nice. Um, You know, they'll have that workout facility in there. They'll, They'll have everything in there. So yeah, I'm excited. What's like one thing, one part of your game that you think you need to improve on the most before heading into college hockey? Because obviously you're playing against a lot of older players uh, when you play in the NCAA. Yeah, um, I would just say, um, you know, my con- my consistency. You know, um, I'm not saying that, you know, I have bad games all the time. I'm just saying like, you know, in college hockey, you're going to bring in every, every single shift. So um, it's definitely something that I'm going to be working on, you know, while playing the USHL. And, um, yeah, so that that's definitely something that I would say. Now, do they do the coaching staff talk to you during the season? Like, what's the communication like between you and the coaching staff? And if not, like, do they talk to you after the season? I'm curious how that works out. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, Tyler, Tyler uh, Helton, he, he talks to me all the time. Um, He'll come. He was actually just at that Sioux City game that I just had uh, yesterday. 
So um, they come out, they watch. Uh, he'll, me and him will text maybe like once, twice, um, you know, every every month, I would say. We'll, we'll have a good conversation, um, you know, maybe once a week. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're really good with, you know, communicating with me, letting them know, um, and, you know, letting me know, like, what's going on, um, what they think. So, yeah, they're, they're actually really good with that stuff, which is another reason why. I wanted to go there. Now, I also want to ask you about this because you got drafted by the San Jose Sharks this year. Um, I'm curious about your draft story. Where were you when you found out you got selected and um, how excited are you to be part of the Sharks organization? Uh, yeah, so I was actually in South Carolina uh, visiting my girlfriend because uh, she plays soccer there for the Gamecocks. So um I was there visiting her over the summer because she had to leave a little early. Um, yeah, so I, I honestly just had it up on my phone because I was just watching just to see. I didn't know if I was for sure going to go or not. So I just had it up. And, um, yeah, I was just watching. I got a text from my advisor, and he was like, congrats, dude, because he was at the draft. And, you know, the, the names weren't really popping up as the draft. Were like, it wasn't, you know, simultaneous, like, popping up so i kept kind of refreshing my page and everything and yeah then it finally showed up and i was like i don't know i was stoked and then um got a call later from my career um and the scout that recruited me over my season so um yeah it was definitely definitely an exciting day and um to be a part of the sharks is pretty cool i mean it was cool knowing i was gonna go to california to for the development because I've never been to California mm-hmm. so yeah and then just knowing that they just had a they um got a new GM my career um they get a new coaching staff and everything so it, it was it was pretty cool how'd you tell your girlfriend you got drafted that must have been a cool cool as well uh yeah I was kind of just sitting there I was like I just got drafted <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then she was like what <laughs> yeah so that's awesome well I'm curious, like, uh, how does how does the draft process work in the NHL? Because I was listening to another interview that you're doing. You said that you weren't sure you were going to get picked. It sort of just happened. So, what's the process like? Do they re- re- how do they reach out to you? And like, how many teams were you talking to? Was it just the Sharks, or was there other teams interested? Um, there was a couple other teams that were like really showing interest, but um, you know, like there there's a couple teams that just kind of sent me surveys to fill out. Um, you know, there's the teams would kind of talk to my advisor mainly, but, um, yeah, I mean, the Sharks never actually talked to me personally. Um, you know, I'll talk to my advisor. They would actually kind of just say like, yeah, we're interested, you know, but, um, I was talking to the scout that recruited me, uh, at the development camp and he was kind of, he was saying, you know, he's, he's like, we didn't want to really like reach out to you and tell you that we were going to take you because then you go back to your advisor tell him and then he talks he touches like he tells the other team and then you know it's kind of it was kind of just like a outsmarting kind of thing for them so oh, that's awesome what's a develop what was development camp like there what'd you guys get to do yeah i mean we did a lot of stuff like we worked on our skills um every day we would have an hour session of shooting different you know like uh dragging shooting um push push shooting um and we did a 3v3 tournament while we were there. That, that was pretty cool, um, getting to play with some of the older guys there. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it, it was a great experience. It, it was really cool. Was it nice to also meet some of the prospects there? And I have to ask you, Thomas Bordelow was one of the top NHL prospects. So how cool is it to play against a guy like that? Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, watching him in the three v three stuff, that it was, you know, the guy, guy, player like him can do just crazy things in three v three. So, yeah, that was it was pretty cool. Now, before we end off this interview, I have to ask you: Do you have any message to any UConn fans that are listening? Like, describe your game to them, and how excited are you to come to stores um, next fall? Yeah, I mean, hopefully, I can come come in, make an impact. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited. So, yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say. Awesome. Well, before we end the interview, do you have any shout-outs you want to give to any of your family members, friends, teammates, future teammates potentially, um, anyone in particular, feel free to shout them out. Yeah. Shout mom, dad, <laughs> uh, Brock Jones, uh, Henry Bartle, and shout-out Jake. Jake awesome. Well, thank you so much, Joey, for uh, coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking time here today and speaking with me. And as a fan myself, I'm looking forward to watching you play. It should be a lot of fun. So um, take care, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you at some point uh, in the near future. So keep doing your thing in the USHL, and we can't wait to watch you play um, in the near future. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This love affair